اوکے باب محلی اہل مکہ للحجی ولعمرتی محلی دا پلیس آف اہلال فور اہل مکہ فار دا پیپل آف مکہ فار وٹ للحجی ولعمرتی فار حج اینڈ فار عمرہ میننگ وئر ڈو دا پیپل آف مکہ بگن دیر احرام فرام بیکاز دا پیپل آف مکہ آر آلریڈی ودن دا میقات Now, uh, before we get into that, the word muhil is important. Muhil is the place of ihlal. And ihlal literally is to raise one's voice, to say something out loud. وَمَا أُهِلَّ بِهِ لِغَيْرِ اللَّهِ بِهِ What does that mean? That an animal which is being slaughtered, but at the time of slaughter, someone else's name, other than Allah, is mentioned. then that animal becomes haram. So the word is ma'uhilla. Uhilla is from the same thing. That, for example, you know, a righteous person's name is mentioned. Then this is what? Ma'uhilla bihi li ghayrillah. So ihlal is to raise one's voice. Now, when you go for hajj, when you go for umrah, what do you say? You say the talbiyah, right? How do you say it? You have to say it out loud, correct? You don't say it like your salah. Like in salah, you're saying, Subhanahu Rabbi Al-Azim, Subhanahu Rabbi Al-Azim. You say it softly. But when you are in a state of ihram, how do you say the talbiyah? Out loud. And when a person is saying the talbiyah, what does that mean? They are in a state of doing hajj or umrah. Correct? So, ihlal is to say the talbiyah out loud. And that signifies that a person is engaged in hajj or umrah. Now one thing should be clear is that for Hajj and Umrah, you don't say the intention out loud at the Miqat. Okay? Meaning at the Miqat, you don't say that I intend to make Hajj or I intend to make Umrah. These words you don't say. Alright? Why? Because the Prophet ﷺ never said the words of intention out loud for any act of worship. Not for Salah, not for Hajj, not for any act of worship. He didn't say the words of intention out loud. In fact, in the Quran we learn that there were people who would, you know, come and say to the Prophet ﷺ again and again, Amanna, Amanna, we have believed, we have believed. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala criticizes them that, قُلْ أَتُعَلِّمُونَ اللَّهَ بِدِينِكُمْ Are you trying to tell Allah about your deen? Are you trying to tell Allah? Allah already knows. And remember that deen also means worship. So we don't need to tell Allah out loud that I'm doing hajj now. This is unnecessary. Our deen is very straightforward. Anything unnecessary is eliminated. So your intention is of course in your heart. And when you say the talbiyah, that makes it obvious that you have started your hajj. Okay? That you have started your umrah. So muhilli ahli Makkah, where will the people of Makkah Begin their talbiyah from. You understand? This is the question. Now, one thing also about ihlal is that a person should be very clear in their mind about what they're doing. Hmm? Like for example, if a person is going for umrah, they're starting umrah, it should be clear in their mind that I'm doing umrah. If a person is doing only hajj, then it should be clear in their mind that they're starting hajj. Remember that there are three types of hajj. There is Hajj Tamattur, Hajj Qiran, and Hajj Ifrad. Now, Hajj Tamattur, which is the more common one, is basically, Tamattur means to take advantage. 
And basically, tamattur is when you do umrah and hajj in one trip, but with two ihram. How? That you go, for example, two weeks early. Okay? You do umrah, and then you come out of the state of ihram. Okay, for umrah, you put on the ihram when you cross the miqat, correct? And then after umrah, you come out of ihram, you spend two weeks in Makkah, alright? You are praying easily, enjoying your time over there, and then when the time of hajj comes, you put on the ihram for hajj. So why is it called tamattur? Because you are enjoying freedom from ihram in the middle. This is tamattur. And this is a more common one. The second is hajj qiran. Qarn is to join. And the word Qur'an is also called Qur'an because you have surahs joined together or you know a lot of good things joined together. So Qur'an is basically the hajj in which you're doing umrah first and then hajj but in one ihram. So for example, you go one day before hajj starts. That's when you reach Makkah. You do Umrah during the day, you sleep in the night, and then the next day you head off to Mina. Alright? You didn't come out of the state of Ihram. This is difficult, it's longer, but it, it's also permissible. Alright? Qiran. And the third is Ifrad. Ifrad is individual basically, Fard individually. So it's basically when a person only does Hajj. There's no Umrah. So depending on which type of Hajj a person is doing, uh, when they cross the miqat, they will make the, you know, their intention in their mind. They should be clear about what they're doing. Okay, if you're going for umrah first, that should be in your mind. If you're going for hajj now, that should be in your mind. Is that clear? That for the people of Makkah, where will they start their ihram from? For hajj and for umrah. Okay, we learned that when the Prophet ﷺ went for hajj, of course there were a lot of people with him. And in the narrations we learn that the Sahaba said that فَمِنَّا مَنْ أَهَلَّ بِالْعُمْرَةِ That amongst us were those who made the intention for Umrah only at that time. And amongst them were those who made the intention for Hajj. So people had different intentions. So now the question, where will the people of Makkah begin their Ihram from? Because they're already in Miqat. So there's a difference of opinion regarding this. Some scholars say that for Hajj, for Hajj, the people in Makkah will wear the ihram in Makkah. Because you're already in Makkah, you don't need to go out of Makkah to put on the ihram. And this is what many people do. I mean, when you go for Hajj, especially Hajj Tamatur, you do your Umrah, you're out of the state of ihram. You don't go out of Makkah to put on ihram. In Makkah, in your hotel, you put on the ihram and you head towards Mina. Correct? So you don't need to go outside of Makkah. But then they say that for Umrah, if you want to do Umrah, you have to go outside of Makkah. You have to go to the nearest hill. Hill is the place outside of Haram. And the nearest place to Makkah is Tan'im. I'm sorry, I don't have a, have a map of that as to where exactly Tan'im is. And the reason why is that the Prophet ﷺ sent Aisha radiallahu anha with her brother to Tan'im. And we learned that hadith earlier. And we learned from other narrations that she went in the night with her brother. And this was also difficult. So if she went to Tan'im to put on her ihram for Umrah, 
This means that for Umrah, the people of Makkah have to go where? Outside. But for Hajj, what will they do? From Makkah, from their homes. And other scholars say that no, for Hajj and Umrah, Hajj and Umrah, both, the residents of Makkah will wear ihram from Makkah. They don't need to go outside. For Hajj, it's obvious. For Hajj, you don't go outside. It's about Umrah. That's where the difference of opinion is. So they said that no, you don't have to go outside of Makkah. And their evidence is this hadith. What is the hadith? حدثنا موسى بن إسماعيل حدثنا بوهيب حدثنا ابن طاووس عن أبيه عن ابن عباس قال إن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وقت لأهل المدينة ذا الحليفة So Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam waqata. Waqata means that he appointed the miqat for the people of Medina as Dhul Hulayfa. Wali ahli shami al-juhfa. For the people of Sham, he specified juhfa. Wali ahli najdin qarna al-manazil. Wali ahli al-yamani yalamlam. Hunna lahunna. These places, these mawaqid are for these people, meaning the people who are residents of these places. وَلِمَنْ أَتَى عَلَيْهِنَّ And also for those who come to these places مِنْ غَيْرِهِنَّ from other, from other than them. So basically, if someone is not coming from Medina, but from a place that is further north to Medina. Alright? But they're coming through Medina, so what will their miqat be? ذُلْ حُلَيْفَة Right? So these مواقيت are for who? For the residents of these cities, of these places, but also for those who are Coming from that direction. So, مِمَّنْ أَرَادَ الْحَجَّ وَالْعُمْرَةِ For those who intend hajj and umrah. So, clear? For those who are doing hajj and umrah, same مواقيت. وَمَنْ كَانَتْ دُونَ ذَلِكَ And whoever is closer than that. دُونَ has two meanings in the Arabic language. One is other than and the other is closer than. Nearer. So, whoever is nearer than that, meaning whoever is within Miqat. Then, فَمِنْ حَيْثُ أَنْشَأَ Then, he will put on the ihram wherever that he starts. Meaning, wherever that he is. حَتَّى أَهْلُ مَكَّةَ مِنْ مَكَّةَ Even the people of Makkah will put on the ihram from Makkah. So what does the hadith show? That the people of Makkah don't need to go outside of Makkah. And, and even if someone is living in the vicinities of Makkah, but within the miqat limits, then again, they don't need to go outside of Makkah. And the hadith also shows very clearly that there is no difference between the miqat of hajj and the miqat of umrah. Correct? Because it says, مِمَّنْ أَرَادَ الْحَجَّ وَالْعُمْرَةِ Whoever intends hajj or umrah. It's the same miqat, whether you're going for umrah or you're going for hajj. And the mawaqid mentioned are the mawaqid for the people who live in those areas and also those who come through them. So whether someone is a resident or a passerby. So if let's say there is a person who lives in Medina, mashallah, they have a house in Medina, right? But then they are coming from Europe. Let's say they're traveling. And then they're going to land in Jeddah, all right? And then they're going to go for Umrah. So they're basically coming from the side of Ahlul Sham, let's say. So if they're coming from the side of Ahlul Sham, do they have to go to Dhul Hulayfa and put Ihram on? Because they're from Medina? No. You don't have to go out of your way to the miqat that is for your city. No. It's, it depends on which direction you are coming from at the time. So our deen is easy. 
Now there is one question, why did the Prophet ﷺ send Aisha radiallahu anha to Tanaim then? Because this hadith shows that for Hajj Umrah, people of Makkah will put on ihram from Makkah. So why did the Prophet ﷺ send Aisha radiallahu anha out of Makkah to Tanaim? What's the reason? Okay, that shows that that's also possible. But this hadith shows very clearly. So what's the wisdom? The reason for that is that she was the only one who was not able to perform Umrah like the rest of the people. So to make her happy, so that she would feel, you know, that she got to do the same thing as other people, that she got to enter Makkah in a state of ihram and do Umrah straight, the Prophet ﷺ sent her. So that she wouldn't feel left out. Because she was, you know, coming for Hajj. She had the intention of Umrah. And a lot of other people had the intention for Umrah. But she was not able to do her Umrah because of her period. So she expressed that, you know, other people are going to go home with two acts of worship. And I'm going to go home with one. Because her Hajj was still done. So to make her feel good, the Prophet ﷺ sent her. But others say that no, you know, this is necessary. People of Makkah have to go to Tanaim for Umrah. So both the opinions are there. All right, you know, there's room for multiple opinions. So both possibilities are valid. People can put on the ihram for Umrah or Hajj from Makkah, or they can go to Tanaim for Umrah, but for Hajj in Makkah. Clear? Any question? The question is that when you go for Umrah, you're done one Umrah, can you do more Umrahs? Technically you can, but the Prophet ﷺ did not, he didn't do that. Even though he stayed in Makkah for several days, 19 days if I'm not mistaken, but he didn't do Umrah again and again and again. When you go on a trip, let's say you do Umrah first, then you go to Medina, spend a few days there, and then again you do Umrah and then you leave. Okay, that's good. But some people make it a habit that every day they will drive to Tanaim, they will take a bus to Tanaim, and then they will put on ihram and then they'll come back. The Prophet ﷺ didn't do that. Of course, the best act of worship in Makkah, when you're in Masjid al-Haram, is tawaf. So you can do tawaf after every salah. And these days, mashallah, no matter when you go, it's busy. So if you make it a point to do at least, you know, one or two tawaf a day, you won't have to go take a bus to Tanareem, miss a prayer in the haram, and then come back and do umrah. You know, catch every salah in Masjid al-Haram because the reward for that is so much more. No, I mean, it's not forbidden. Yeah, you can. You can do it. But even, yeah, mashallah, good. But see, uh, the Prophet ﷺ also went after so many years, correct? And uh, he didn't do umrah after umrah after umrah every day, nor did the companions with him. Bab number eight. Miqati ahlil madinati wala yuhillu qabla dhil hulayfa. Bab miqati ahlil madina. The miqat of the people of Medina. Wala yuhillu, and they should not do ihlal qabla dhil hulayfa before dhul hulayfa remember ihlal is to say the talbiya out loud which basically shows that a person has begun their umrah or they have begun their hajj 
So Imam Bukhari is proving over here that ihlal is at the miqat. Right? Meaning you start saying the talbiyah when? At the miqat. However, you can wear the clothes of ihram before reaching the miqat. Of course, it would be ideal if a person stops at the miqat and does both the things. However, if due to travel restrictions, a person must change before, then that is correct. But the intention should only be made where? At the miqat. حدثنا عبد الله بن يوسف أخبرنا مالك عن نافع عن عبد الله بن عمر رضي الله عنهما أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said يهل أهل المدينة من ذي الحليفة The people of Medina will say the talbiyah at ذو الحليفة وأهل الشأم من الجحفة And the people of الشأم will do so at جحفة وأهل نجد من قرن And the people of نجد at قرن قال عبد الله وبلغني أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال And Abdullah ibn Umar said that it has reached me that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم also said ويهل أهل اليمن من يلملم That the people of Yemen will say the talbiyah at يلملم So here the word yuhillu means they should do ihlal, meaning they should make the intention for hajj at this place. Alright. And the intention should not be made before reaching the miqat. Alright. So for example, at the airport, if you change into the ihram over there, you don't start saying the talbiyah. Alright. You will start saying the talbiyah when? When you reach the miqat, when the announcement is made in the plane. Alright. You don't start saying the talbiyah before just to be on the safe side either. Okay, because this is just like you don't fast a day or two before Ramadan just to be on the safe side. Correct? You start fasting when? When Ramadan actually begins. And just like that, you start saying the talbiyah when you reach the miqat, not before that. Juhfa was a city, but is no longer a city. Qarnul Manazil is now called Sail. The name has changed. And Yalamlam, like I mentioned to you before, is the name of a mountain. Bab muhilli ahl shami, the place where the people of Asha'm, meaning the people of Syria, go into ihram. Meaning, where should they make the niyyah? Where should they start saying the talbiyah out loud? Haddathana musaddadun, haddathana hamad, an amr ibn dinarin, an tawus, an ibn abbasin, radiallahu anhuma, qala waqata rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallama li ahl al-madinati dhal hulayfa. He said, Abdullah ibn Abbas said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Waqata, he specified the miqat for the people of Medina, li ahli al-Madinati, dal hulayfa. He specified dal hulayfa for them, wali ahli al-Sha'mi, al-Juhfa, wali ahli Najdin, qarna al-Manazil, wali ahli al-Yamani, yalamlam. Fahunna lahunna, wali man ata alayhinna min ghayri ahlihinna. So these mawaqeet are for the residents and also for those who, for the non-residents who, Come through these routes. لِمَنْ كَانَ يُرِيدُ الْحَجَّ وَالْعُمْرَةِ For whoever that intends to do hajj and umrah. فَمَنْ كَانَ دُونَهُنَّ So whoever is within them, nearer than them, meaning within the miqat vicinity, فَمُهِلُّهُ مِنْ أَهْلِهِ Then his muhil is from his family, meaning his home, or wherever that he's staying. وَكَذَاكَ حَتَّى أَهْلُ مَكَّةَ يُهِلُّونَ مِنْهَا And likewise, the people of Makkah will uh, make the Talbiyah from where they are. Now compared to the previous hadith, this hadith mentions Yalamlam for the people of Yemen. Bab muhilli ahli najdin. The muhil of the people of najd. 
Meaning, where do they go? Where do they go into ihram from? Where do they make the intention? حدثنا علي حدثنا سفيان حفظناه من الزهري عن سالم عن أبيه وقت النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم حدثنا أحمد حدثنا ابن وهب قال أخبرني يونس عن ابن شهاب عن سالم بن عبد الله عن أبيه رضي الله عنه سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول عبد الله بن عمر said that I heard the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم saying that مهل أهل المدينة ذو الحليفة the muhil of the people of Medina is ذو الحليفة ومهل أهل الشأم so we see over here another name for juhfa, which is mahya'a, a difficult word. وَأَهْلِ نَجْدٍ قَرْنٌ And for the people of Najd, it is قَرْنٌ قَالَ ابْنُ عُمَرَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمَا زَعْمُوا أَنَّ النَّبِيَ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَمَ قَالَ وَلَمْ أَسْمَعْهُ Abdullah ibn Umar said that some people say that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said, but I didn't hear him, that وَمُهِلُّ أَهْلِ الْيَمَنِ يَلَمْلَمْ that the muhil of the people of Yemen is Yalamlam. So basically, Abdullah ibn Umar did not directly hear about this from the Prophet ﷺ, the muhil for the people of Yemen. But as we have seen in other narrations, Abdullah ibn Abbas reported that uh, the Prophet ﷺ did specify this. And Abdullah ibn Umar only heard this from who? From the other companions. But the other companions did narrate this directly from the Prophet ﷺ. Bab muhilli man kana dun al mawaqid, the muhil of those who are dun al mawaqid, closer to the mawaqid, meaning closer to Makkah, uh, in the sense that they are within the vicinity of the mawaqid. So basically living in Makkah or right outside Makkah. Right now Makkah has expanded so much, mashallah. حدثنا قتيبة حدثنا حماد عن عمر عن طاووس عن ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وقت لأهل المدينة ذا الحليفة ابن عباس said the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم appointed for the people of Medina the ميقات of ذو الحليفة ولأهل الشأم الجحفة ولأهل اليمن يلملم ولأهل نجد قرنا فهن لهن ولمن أتى عليهن من غير أهلهن ممن كان يريد الحج والعمرة فمن كان دونهن فمن أهله حتى إن أهل مكة يهلون منها same hadith, Imam Bukhari is bringing it here with a different narration. Why? Just to make it clear that the muhil of those who are within the vicinity will come into ihram from where they are. Bab muhilli ahlil Yemen. The place where the people of Yemen will go into ihram from. Where do we put on ihram from? People of North America. Which miqat is it? Jeddah. Because a lot of people go to Medina first and then they uh, put on the ihram. حدثنا معل بن أسد حدثنا بهيب عن عبد الله بن طاووس عن أبيه عن ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وقت لأهل المدينة ذا الحليفة ولأهل الشأم الجحفة ولأهل نجد قرن المنازل ولأهل اليمن يلملم هن لأهلهن ولكل آت أتى عليهن من غيرهم so slightly different wording here, that these muwaqit are for the residents and also for all those who come from those places who are non-residents. مِمَّنْ أَرَادَ الْحَجَّ وَالْعُمْرَ فَمَنْ كَانَ دُونَ ذَلِكَ فَمِنْ حَيْثُ أَنْشَأَ حَتَّى أَهْلُ مَكَّةَ مِنْ مَكَّةَ بَاب ذَاتُ عِرْقٍ لِأَهْلِ الْعِرَاقِ ذَاتُ الْعِرْقِ, name of a place, ذَاتُ عِرْقِ That is the miqat for the people of Iraq. حدثني علي بن مسلم 
حدثنا عبد الله بن نمير حدثنا عبيد الله عن نافع عن ابن عمر رضي الله عنهما قال لما فتح هذان المصران so when these two cities were conquered هذان المصران مصران dual of مصر مصر means city and these two cities meaning Basra and Kufa where are they? Iraq so when these two cities were conquered أتوا عمره They came to Umar. Who is Umar? Radiallahu anhu. Who was he? The Khalifa. So the people came to the Khalifa, Umar radiallahu anhu. فَقَالُوا يَا أَمِيرَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ They said, O oh, leader of the believers, إِنَّ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ Indeed, the Prophet صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ حَدَّ لِأَهْلِ نَجْدٍ قَرْنًا He appointed قَرْن for the people of Najd. That when they reach Qarn, that is where they put on the ihram. وَهُوَ جَوْرٌ عَنْ طَرِيقَتِنَا But it is basically out of our way. So they said that Qarn is basically out of our way. وَإِنَّا إِنْ أَرَدْنَا قَرْنًا شَقَّ عَلَيْنَا If we go to Qarn, that would make our journey even more difficult. So they said that the Prophet ﷺ appointed Qarn for the people of Najd. So this was the Miqat, alright? But it is out of our way, and to get to Qarn would be difficult for us. Shakka alayna. He said, see what is parallel to it on your route. And it was, ذَاتُ So he appointed for them, ذَاتُ Who did? Umar radiallahu anhu. So if you look at the previous ahadith, the previous ahadith, what do we see over there? Miqat for people of Medina, people of Sham, people of Najd, people of Yemen. Correct? So these are four mawaqid. And the fifth one is this one, that Umar radiallahu anhu said for these people. And if you see, Qarn al-Manazil is basically between Yalamlam and Zatu irq Correct? So this shows us that, because these were the main Roots. So, uh, depending on which one is closest to you, that is where you enter from. Clear? Bab, حدثنا عبد الله بن يوسف أخبرنا مالك عن نافع عن عبد الله بن عمر رضي الله عنهما أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم أناخ بالبطحاء بذل حليفة that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم أناخ بالبطحاء أناخ means to make your camel sit so he halted his camel at Batha, specifically in Dhul Hulayfa, and then Fasalla biha, and he prayed there. وَكَانَ عَبْدُ اللَّهِ بْنُ عُمَرَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمَا يَفْعَلُ ذَلِكَ And Abdullah ibn Umar رضي الله عنه used to do that. So here, Imam Bukhari brings the action of the Prophet wasallam that how he stopped at Dhul Hulayfa for Ihram. And then we see something else over here that he also prayed over there. Even if you're landing in Jeddah, the announcement is made on the plane. So you put on your ihram before you land in Jeddah. Some people don't put on the ihram before landing in Jeddah. They go to the miqat and then they go. And that's also okay, depending on your situation. Because a lot of people, when they go for umrah or hajj, they land in Jeddah. Right? And this is why you see that people are already wearing ihram. 
in the plane they make the announcement that we're about to approach the miqat so you can put on the ihram. And basically you have to start saying the talbiyah at that time. We'll stop over here because the topic is also changing and the adhan is going on now. Inshallah. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.